my show is also supported, supported by you, the listener. Whether you are listening on Doc Radio through the iPhone, iPhone or Android or the website, we are happy that you are with us listening to Onshore. Eric, Jerome Dickey is with us, you guys. I, that is so exciting for me. I've been like, for the past couple of weeks, people have been calling, you got Eric Jerome Dickey, where he's been? What he's doing? How'd you do that? And it's just like, you know what? <laughs> he's here. We got him. Uh, you know, and he's going to talk about his new book. But let me tell you. Eric Jerome Dickey background is just not a New York Times bestselling novel. He began his professional career as an engineer in Los Angeles and quickly found his thirst of the arts, the arts, which quenched, quenched everything. Since switching careers, he has written screenplays, poetry, short stories, comic books, and everything else. Well, you know, a lot of us know him for the Gideon series, um, and I just, I did a review. I don't know if everybody remembered the review. I did a review over, over uh, Bad Men, Wicked Women. So, you know, I just love his series, his Gideon series, and he has many more literary works. Now he is here to discuss his new release, The Business of Lovers. Welcome, Eric Jerome Dickey. Are you with us? I am with you all the way. I'm strapped in. I'm ready for this journey. I am. I, I keep telling our listeners they don't. They just don't understand how I just am. Just like I've been nervous. Like oh, we. They said, "Why are you nervous? You've been. You've been reading his books, and he's been to the store. And why are you?" I said, "You guys just don't know. That's just one of my favorite authors." But before we jump into your work, um, I want to get a post on. What, how are you handling this pandemic, this COVID-19? I am so cool, calm, and collected. That is crazy, man. It is so funny. It's, uh, I, I work at home. I work alone. Uh, I live alone. Uh, so basically, nothing uh, has changed dramatically for me. I'm just kind of... Uh, Because we live in um, kind of a mixed neighborhood, I guess, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, all the white people outside walking around with no mask on. And I, and I asked my neighbor, is it just me? He said, yeah, they, they are the same here. All the black people got masks on. All the white people that I've seen. I don't mm -hmm. want to see, you know, but just for me watching, like, over three, four, five, six weeks, I'm like, okay, well, what's up? <laughs> wow. <that's> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know to what degree people take it seriously, or just think that it's not going to impact them, or 
if they're a spreader or a super that, that's the issue they had with the um, uh, Spanish flu, yellow fever, one or the other, uh, yeah. way back when. They had people who were asymptomatic and they were super spreaders, and, and they were walking around and basically being a typhoid Mary and, and, and infecting everybody. Uh, my attitude is like, okay, uh, I'm cool, but when I go out, I'm, I'm pretending like I can infect folks. I got my mask on, I got my glasses on, uh, I've got my uh, uh, sanitizer with me, you know, again, better safe than sorry, because at the same time, um, it's not all about me getting it, it's about me having it, and I can infect three, four, five people just by running down to 7-Eleven and come back, you know what I mean? So, you, you know, you got to be very mindful and very cognizant of that, and, and you know, and again, and, and thinking of other folks, you know. That's just, that's just my take on it. So if I'm seeing folks out who are just walking, and I'm not a scientist, I don't know how it flows, but, you know, they, they're saying, you know, the six feet thing. I'm like, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's you inside and there's no breeze. So, <laughs> so if you're outside, does this, get the, does this get blown around like a leaf in the wind? How does this work? You know what I'm saying? And, again, I'm not taking no chance on it. So, you know, always covered up. Uh, and it's, um, in my opinion, it's it's uh, it's uh, it feels like forever. But in the in the in the big picture, it's a short term thing. I mean, if you live to be seventy or eighty, and you had to spend two or three months making sure you live to be seventy or eighty, in the big picture, you really didn't spend that much time. You know what I mean? Uh, our ancestors, again, me and my mom, our ancestors went through the middle passage, and with the whole, they they would wish for this comfort to have Grubhub and Netflix on that journey. Exactly. That's my my attitude, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) We were wondering. um, I'm in the house comfortable. I I got food. I need to run out and get something. I can get it. Uh, Yeah, you get a little cabin fever. You get a little stir crazy. But you know, then again, again, you're not like it's not like you're Anne Frank and you're up in a stuck in an attic and you can't talk (laughs) for for four years. Right. 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 Oh yeah, I mean, just I'm just yeah, and you're, and you're watching these people on on TV who are claiming to be the the best of America and the strongest of the strong, just falling apart because they can't get a haircut. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, wow. I mean, let, let, let it grow. I mean, <laughs> you know, let it grow for a bit. I mean, all right. I mean, you know, again, for me, big picture. You know, I understand the economy, but. Um, some got to give. You can't have both at the same time. We, this is a serious, serious catch twenty-two that we're in. It's I know people need to take. They just need and to I'm take. Gonna, and I'm going to err on the side of people staying alive. And that's what we all need to do. That's what we all need to do. And I don't know your home state, um, Memphis, California. Tennessee. <laughs> I hate. I hate to put you out. I hate to put you out there like that. But your home state, Memphis, Tennessee, they, 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 they really got me concerned. Those southern states, they get really got me concerned. Well, you know, it's that. Um, you got to remember, you're, you know, God bless them. You're back in the South, and you in a particular um, culture that uh, is, is unique amongst itself. And it, 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 it's, you know, it's like this. What's crazy to you makes sense to them because mm-hmm. it don't make sense to me. Right. I'm looking at it. But, 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 but the same people will do this 
And then next week, uh, when they're in the hospital and they need a respirator, they're going to blame the government. Right. Now, you've been warned. You know, it's like, it's, like, it's like, you know, Mama said, don't put your hand in the fire. You put your hand in the fire, now you're mad at Mama because the fire was on. Mama told you don't put your hand in the fire, but you did it anyway. It's crazy. People don't understand. It's the, the needs are getting met. It are getting met. It's the wants that get to us. It's the wants that are getting them, and they just have to have that social control. But I wanted to ask you, while you're quarantined, have any other characters been inspired or came to you? You know, during that quarantine, and a lot of funny stuff is going around. I'm sure you could, like, I gotta write this. You know, and maybe you could give us a little teaser. <laughs> I was, it was a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm always uh, working on something. I'm working on uh, several projects, uh, trying to figure. Sometimes I'm working on stuff, trying to figure out which one's going to take wing and fly. And I'm just kind of, I'll be just kind of casually working on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working on a contagion number that may end up being a short story, but it's. Um, this is what's funny about it, right? So this, this started out, I already had this contagion idea that I was working on. And this goes back to, um, I remember the movie uh, Children of God. I was in London, and I had this idea. It was something I had this idea for this, um, this type of story. Then this movie came out with Clive Owen. I was like, Jesus, that's my whole my concept right there. But I said, all right, so then took it, check it, bend it, or whatever. And just kind of mess with it every now and then, and and now I'm like, okay, everything that I've written in here is like happening every day. I'm like, okay, this is not fun, you know. <laughs> it's like everything that I've written, everything that I've said, uh, except for the direction I'm going. It's like I'm watching it on the news every day. I'm like, wow, if I put this out now, people are gonna think I just watched CNN and threw a couple of characters in. Uh, but the, and I got a couple of things I'm working on. And I work on stuff for fun. Uh, that's the the joy of writing. I mean, everything that you um, everything that you work on isn't necessary for someone else to see, to judge, to, to sell. It's just you sitting down, uh, uh, one step above a journaling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 even if I start to journal, somehow I always, I always end up um, dropping in characters. Uh, trying to figure out who they are and writing these short scenes that may take root and uh, become a full-fledged novel. You know, they don't always. I've got I have stacks of stuff here from over the years, man. That I'll go back and look through and.
funny with this coronavirus. I don't have a copy of my own book. <laughs> Nothing was mailed to me because of coronavirus. They were they didn't send anything out. So I have I don't even have it. It's, it's it's just but it's more important that you guys have it. But it's just funny to me. You know what I mean? It's like you know coronavirus. Nobody in the office. You know, it's like okay. You know, it's fine. I I, I know how it ends, so I'm not disappointed. You know. Right. So okay. Let's jump into the business of lovers. Tell us about that book. Well, uh, I guess I'll go back to uh, a while ago. I was trying, I'd always tried to do a, a story, uh, not like Sister, Sister with the, with the three, uh, three female characters. I, I, I was trying to do one with, I'd always tried to do one with three uh, male lead characters. Mm-hmm. And just over the years, for whatever reason, it's like I would always get close, but I never quite got there or never quite got the characters or the storyline um, that I wanted uh, to make it pop, to make it go in the direction I wanted to. And, um, yeah, then I, and, uh, then I had, again, like I said, I was free writing, and I, and I was writing about this guy who was, uh, at the time, he was, ended up being Brick, but he didn't have a name. I just, I was wrote about a guy. He was sitting out in this real nice neighborhood at, uh, in a car in, in um, um, Tankard Park, waiting on somebody to come out of the house, uh, and I just did this one big improv. You know, this girl comes out, and then two more girls came out with her. They're escorts, and I just—it's uh, kind of hard to—it's kind of hard to explain. I'm just—I uh, just kind of—I make it up as I go along. You know, I make it up as I go along. You know, the, the characters came out, um, introduced his um, his brothers, the plot, the subplot. Um, uh, it's funny because in my mind it would be very organized but when I talk about it it sounds like it's a hot mess uh, and just basically wanted to get this story with um, I think you know, from this point of view this character Brick uh, who is has been through some stuff some, some, uh, some health challenges uh, is in this particular place in his life uh, where he is assisting these girls who are escorts, you know, just basically driving them uh, until he's enticed or drawn into basically, uh, they call going to work, going to Vegas. And for him, as far as he goes, it's Barstow and waits for him. Uh, he wants to know what it's like in Vegas, if, you, if that makes sense to you. And, and, uh, and he has a couple more brothers. Uh, one of the stand-up comic who's uh, at one point who actually had a point of view in the book. But it got pulled out. Um, it was, uh, it was a, uh, yeah, it just didn't do what I wanted it to do. I mean, it was good, but it didn't do what I wanted it to do. And, uh, and then his other brother, Dwayne, who is, uh, was a former child star. I'm trying to remember all this stuff. I have no notes in front of me or anything. Uh, former child star, uh, just uh, had some issues on Broadway back in L.A. He's got to deal with child support. Uh, got to deal with... Um, trying to reconnect with his son who he hasn't seen in a minute. Just that, that uh, parental drama when uh, love has gone bad and money is involved sort of thing, you know. And, uh, and the woman that he was married, she, was, she used to be, uh, she was a singer. She was, uh, I guess, categorically a, a one-hit wonder. And uh, so she's basically put her career on for the last 17 years to be mom. You know, and, and she has some resentment there. And, you know, and them just trying to um, 
you know, just uh, grown folks' issues, man. I mean, uh, you know, the things you want, uh, the things you think you want, and then you pay the consequences for them later on, you know, uh, through love, through um, the, the, the decisions you make, uh, through everything else, you know. And also it's a big uh, statement about, I guess, family in a sense, you know, you... Um, uh, a couple of the characters are going through things, but you know how people tend to be, um, they don't want people to know they're going through stuff. So they don't know how to reach out and ask for help. Yeah, I, you know. I want to say, you know, if you're just tuning in, we're on with Eric Jerome Dickey, and he is going over the book, The Business of Lovers, and he's talking about a little bit of the characters. And one of the characters he did mention was Brick. Brick is actually he he is introduced as a um, as a chauffeur and the bodyguard of uh, Penny. Penny is his neighbor. I, you okay, okay? Let me tell you guys. I will not tell you the whole story. I promise. I will. I will. I will. It's always the hard thing, is it? I mean, because I, I never uh, I never know which bits and pieces to tell. Because I'm always trying to talk around it uh, and not. You know, I mean, it's fine. Whatever you say is fine. Whatever you say is fine. It's just for me, I, I keep trying to give uh, a description without giving away all the plot points. You know, uh, a lot of the reviews that I read, basically, well, there's quite a few that are like book reports online that are like, okay, well, you pretty much charted the whole book out you know? <laughs> from, beginning, from beginning to end. And I try not to give, um, uh, and, it's, and, and it's funny, I've been doing this in 96, and I still haven't perfected it. How much to tell, what to tell. Um, uh, without spoiling it for the reader, you know, because a big part of it, as you're writing, as you're writing, uh, the people who read it before it's published mm -hmm. probably get the best read mm -hmm. because nothing is written about it. You just hand them pages off your computer, mm -hmm. so every plot twist, every subtle twist. Um, Every character that walks on a page, everything is a surprise. Right. You haven't been forewarned about anything. You there's a, and to me, I think that's that's probably the purest, the most enjoyable it will be for any reader. It's like someone handing you a book and it's in a brown paper wrapper, and you just start reading it. Mm -hmm. You have a oh I'm a, oh this is about oh oh this is what let me see you know it you know you just you have no idea you you don't even know what uh, what genre I'm sticking to this time you don't know if Brick is going to take out a gun and become the next Gideon you don't know <laughs> if he's going to be the next Tyrell you just along for the journey you know what I mean and that's and for me just as the one who's creating it I think that uh, before all the the publicity that reveals so much, and the, a lot of the reviews that reveal, uh, again, like a book report, I, I think the, the beginning reader is the one who probably, um, in my opinion, will probably get the most joy out of it, you know, you because know, of the unknown, because I, of the unknown. And you know? I get that, but let me tell you, your work, your literary work, and in particular the one with the business of lover and all your past work, Air is so multi-layered, and when you have multi-layer, I could say I could say something, but it is so much in the book. And when you start bringing in the social commentary, because all your characters, they, you know, sometimes they're in the dark. They're in the dark part of life. Would you, you know, that right. dark zone? But 
you always give them a sense of humanity. You always give them, even in their even in their lowest, it's always that sense of humanity. So when you take your character, you have a character that comes from Cuba. So I'm, we're just going to talk about yeah. the women real quick. And so he right, touched right, a little right, bit right. on Brick. Christiana, Christiana, yeah. go ahead. We touched a little bit on Brick, um, Dwayne, and Andre, and we're going to get back to them, to our listening audience. But, you know, with the multi-layers, I, I could give you some, but let me tell you, it is so much to the book. And so when you talk about, like, a character like Christiana, when you say she's coming over from Cuba and why she left Cuba and a lot of us romanticize Cuba where it's fictional or factual it is just that character that says hey I am going to a new way of life not understanding what her personal struggles struggles were but that new way of life and even in the midst of them giving a quester by you know the uh, uh, the naval the naval police or what have you she swam two right. miles on shore so I'm telling right, the reader, right. I'm not telling you the story. I'm telling you that there's a character that has a questionable lifestyle, but her 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 yearn for humanity and life has caused her, given her the strength to swim two miles out to sea. Everybody else got contained. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, everybody gonna go out and get this. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, you know, it, even as I. Well, here's the thing: like even 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 as I develop the characters, everyone has a backstory. I mean, you don't you don't arrive at this at this intersection without having a full life. It's like and and part of it for each one of them, uh, and 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 at times it's you know there's ships passing in, in the night. This is where they are today. This doesn't mean this is where they're going to stay. This is just where they are today. But. How did, you know, it's the thing, and you wake up, how did I get here? Uh-huh. I think, and it's not necessarily on this level uh, or this occupation, you know, but a lot of times in life, uh, you live long enough, you're going to wake up one day and go, how did I get here? Here, this spot where I am right now, how did I get here? Because a lot of times, because a lot of us end up in places where we say, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. This is not what I wrote in my high school memory book that I was going to do, <laughs> you know, with the rest of my life. Or, you know what I mean? And, I, and, and so for each of them, for Mokolate, for um, Christiana, for Penny, it's like all of them are just sort of like, you know, uh, how did I get here? How did we, how did we get here? And uh, how long are we going to be here? What's, what's our next move, you know, um, if you will? You know, that, that's, that's just sort of my take on it. Yeah, your description creates so much visual just telling that story, and you can feel their emotions. So, you know, in one scene, you know, again, in one scene, you know, you talk about Penny, and Penny looking on to, you mentioned earlier about Fela, and when the uncle came in contact with Fela or checking on Fela, and then Penny oh, yeah. is there in that scene. Her, I felt her, you know, emotions about being in a relationship and you know i don't want that for my child i don't want to be hand to mouth waiting on a man to take care of me and if he's going around the world doing this or that and then he's not taking care of his family she takes on a real emotions and i'd say of the contemporary woman not this time am i going to be single while you journey through and go on with your life and now and 
and he on the other side he feels that he's the victim and we'll talk about that a little bit later but she's what? sensing the, the, how how Frenchie is victimized at the same time and how she allowed herself to be in that situation I mean I just felt her whole talk of you know how she talk, you guys I'm telling you get that get to that part you will be like I well, you know, <laughs> it, 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 well, the thing is, it's, it's sort of like uh, you're writing about life I mean you got the um, again you write about the um, you know a, a lot of people will gravitate towards the uh, the money people you know what I mean it's like everybody in the book they ball in and I'm like, eh, that's not the that's not the way real life is for for most folks, I mean, it's, uh, there's there's a lot of a lot more Frenchies and Dwaynes out there than uh, <clears throat> than we'll uh, you will ever know, you know. And again, you get you've got two people who started off in a real um, intense, happy place, and then you know um, stuff changed. Yeah, you know, stuff, stuff changed. And you know, and again, and again, it becomes one of those situations. You go, how did I end up here? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, I, is I, not what I wrote. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't see this coming. This is not what I planned for myself in life. You know what I mean? Uh, how do I get out of it? You know? But it's uh, it's life, and is you know, and, and, and again, it'll probably be very relatable. Um, um, and writing about it is not about it being likable. It's about it just kind of being honest for um, the characters. Because I have to play. I've got to do Frenchie's point of view. I've got to do Dwayne's point of view. And both have to be real, honest, and fair. I'm not trying to, it's not propaganda. I'm not trying to slander Frenchie or as a writer, oh, I'm not trying to slander Wayne. I mean, it's just at, they're in this situation, and we can both see each one of their points of view. And at times, you kind of go like, oh, man, why don't I just work it out? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be better for everybody. But just whatever has happened, um, you get deep resentments. Uh, time goes by. Um, uh, there are a lot of people out there who can't stand each other, and they can't tell you why. <laughs> uh, they don't. They don't know why. Yeah, and Penny was like, you know, we ain't gonna stand each other, but we ain't gonna stand each other together because <laughs> I, you know you ain't gonna. <laughs> you ain't kind of like that Jada Pinkett and Will Smith type of thing. You know what? We might not like each other, but and you might be in another relationship. But guess what? Me and that baby gonna be in that bed in the middle of that relationship. That's just how I am. And I want to, and I appreciate you building those stories because, like Jay California wrote so that the future has a past, and I think that's kind of. And she's from your part of the country, that California area. Understanding that the future, when you deal with the future or the time, the time period, there is a past, and a lot of people. And I think I read somewhere that hey, we're all into this character development. But the character developments have so much backstory, so they become a sub-story or a sub-plot within the yeah. whole book. And I just yeah. want our listeners to understand that when they come across that comment, it's not – you have to look at development of a character and development of a book. It's, it's really looking to the lives because those lives are important. Those lives are important to the climax. And, in the, and when I say a small tie layer to the reader, you really have to really understand the author and where they're going because I think every stroke of the pen has a meaning. So I, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, and, it, and it's really cool. It's, 
Thank you. I mean, it's, I, I really appreciate it. It's really, I mean, really cool. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the read um, uh, and and all, and all the kind things you're saying as we're as we're interviewing right now. I mean, because you um, as a writer, you work in a vacuum. You don't know what it's going to be like when it goes out into the world. You don't know how it's going to be received uh, or interpreted. Um, and it's and it's and it's um, and and I and I think you know it's, there's a lot of stuff I have in there that's. Um, Nuanced, cultural, that I know that my audience is going to get, and you just hit on something that uh, uh, just the penny part in the bed. Uh, penny like, oh no, no, I'm gonna be right here. I mean, uh, I, I I had it in there, and somebody wanted to cut it out, and I was like, why? And to them, it didn't make any sense. I was like, yeah, leave it in. It, it makes sense. I, you know what I mean? It just it, I was like, I, the, the sister's reading this. This shit will make sense. You, <laughs> you, you don't get it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> because you don't get it don't mean I got to cut it. But I'm just saying, you know, it's like, and, and you just, and, and I, and it's funny, too. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's that, I mean, it's, it's, it's that thing where you're going like, no, 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 no. I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm, where you go, I'm going. Where, you, it's, no, 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 no. We, we. We made this baby. We we taking care. Wherever you go, you want. I'm I'm there too, you know. You know, and and that, and that's easier to say uh, in the beginning than it is to actually make happen. You know. Yeah. So what? So what do you think is important? What do you think is the most critical thing when you're developing a character for a book? Uh, in what aspect? I mean, it's um. Well, it's. Uh, you know, you know, it, it's it's this. Say with this one specifically, it's finding uh, the character that runs at the right temperature, uh, the right guy, uh, the right brick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the right personality, the right. Um, you know, just I mean, I mean, when I was creating, I mean, it was like little stuff. Um, I started doing the. Um, uh, I forgot you. Rick has his way of doing these collectives over and over again, which are really irritated to uh, irritating to Penny. You know, uh, uh, you know, pace of asses and blah 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 blah. Uh, 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 this of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's, I, I just find little stuff to to pin to a character's personality mm-hmm. uh, to try to make them unique. Make them unique to a particular book. Uh, this character's background. I had never written about three brothers. Um, so you've got two brothers who have the same father, and you've got two brothers who have the same mother. Mm-hmm. All right, so that created an interesting dynamic for me, and I got that from watching a Robin Williams interview. That's right. Robin Williams' family. He's got three brothers, two, uh, him and one brother have the same mother, and him and one, another brother have the same uh, father. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And then I get to bring in what type of dad that Brick and Dwayne had. They have the same father, mm-hmm. uh, and you get to see how the decisions that Dwayne have made were influenced by a father he doesn't even like. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's a there's a meeting with the dad when Frenchie is pregnant. Stuff that uh, the dad says is um, uh, pushes Dwayne in a particular way. This really changes. Changed the whole relationship with Frenchie. It would have been a whole different. If 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 it had been the kind of dad that had been like, "Hey, take her to the altar and marry her," it would have been a whole different 
you know, some some else, you know. And his and, uh, reasoning and his and Dwayne and, um, and Dwayne and his brother Andre. Andre is a stand-up comic. Uh, they're both of uh, African Mexican heritage, so like the singer Miguel, if you will, more or less. Uh, so kind of explore that a little bit, but I don't get deep into it because, again, that would be another book. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could have done chapters and chapters on that. I could have brought mom in, and so and so deliberately, I I acknowledge mom, but I keep her out of the book so that uh, I just didn't end up going off in too many directions, if you will. And you guys get the book because you the the scenario he describes with Frenchie and talking about Frenchie and the son and the father talking about that whole rela- relationship and how it involved evolved and how the future will look for him is a really emotional intense moment that I think the reader needs to really read that book and understand that moment because we're talking service but it's so much depth just in that whole conversation and it deals with relationships diverse relationships and all those different things within that one passage is is heavy um and it's entertaining at the same because there's some things that he says and <laughs> and i he called him i got an end daddy i got i got that type of a daddy i got an end daddy and you know yeah <laughs> yeah and so i know and so um and he also did, they also deal with that economics, and that economics is talking about the father had established businesses, and there's a lot of irony just within that relationship of him having the businesses on the corner, and then you got sons asking for help and assistance. So it is just that story within a story. So guys, I'm, we are so, we are really I'm telling you we are on the surface. The daddy is like y'all growing. It's like every every bill y'all done made. You made that bill. That ain't my bill. <laughs> you had a baby. That ain't my baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what? You, you know, uh, you back you you behind your rent. That ain't my rent. <laughs> you know that's how daddy is right there. Daddy is like I paid for y'all all those years. I'm done. It's a wrap. Right. And he goes back. And, right. he, and he's got and he's got some resentment too. I mean he's got that um, he's got these businesses that Dwayne didn't invest.
yeah, her name was Be- well, her name was, was oh, it was Becky. <laughs> he thought her her name was no, it wasn't Becky. I take that back. She pretended. She told him because they actually met on an online dating. But right, her but name really wasn't Becky. Becky, right, 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 right. And right. his name, he kept telling, he kept, you know, when he was heckling, he kept calling his name Chuck. And she started laughing and getting all into it. And he said, why? I'm talking about your date. Why do you continue to laugh like you do? What's wrong with you? You don't really care about the date that you're on. She said, uh, uh, I'm laughing because his name really is Chuck. <laughs> no, right? I mean, it was, I could just to me, when I was writing it, it's funny to me now. I could just, I could see it. I used to uh, perform at this comedy club in Long Beach, um, and I modeled that comedy club after the comedy club that I used to perform at uh, way back in the day. That was in the mid '90s or something like that. You know, it was a spot like that with him up there with, uh, uh, you know, it, it's 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 a room that he owns because he's down there a lot, so he owns the room. I mean, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just wasn't Chuck tonight, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he meets the girl. Uh, it, there was a lot more in the story about Andre and the girl he met, but I pulled it out. Uh, she stays in the story. She she appears, but it was a it was another um, another subplot that just sort of um, the subplot with Frenchie and um, and Brick's story was just a lot stronger, uh-huh. if you will. Right, right. It was just a lot stronger. You know, and the other it was fun, it was superfluous, it was it was just uh it didn't it was sort of like um it was there without a beginning, middle or an end. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just it, it's, it's that fun character that you you know, you you're enjoying the character. They don't necessarily have to have a strong plot, but you enjoy them in the movie, you know what I mean? Right. Uh you just like them being there, you know. And I'm going to continue to encourage people because this is a book club read. You know, you can take, everybody can take, you know, and make a statement or have some discoveries in this book. And you can have a fun time. I'm telling you, go get your wine. Go get everything you need and and make this a book club read. If you don't have the book, go to the docbookshop.com and get the book. We have it specially priced for you. We have the audio book, the e-book, the hardback book, anything you need. We got it right there on the website. And if, you know... I love the book so much, you know, I know Eric would probably be busy, but if you want me to call, I could tell, talk to you about the book because I love his work. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, and, I, and also, and somebody just pointed out, there's a couple of um, uh, cameos from a couple of other books in here. I'm not going to, I'm not going to call them out. Uh, there's cameos from, yes, from, from, from two novels at least. Uh-huh. Uh, well, there's an actual cameo and there's an almost cameo <laughs> because, because they're on the way, they're on the way to meet with um, Dwayne, but they don't, they don't quite make it to the page. But we know who they are, right? Um, and you're gonna have so, to. So basically, it's like, so, so, so the the unit, the Dicky verse is is remains connected. <laughs> I mean, that that is what what you're doing. I think it is so exciting. I do, you know. We talked about you guys, the various characters, was well, some of the main characters and the brothers, and that was. Dwayne, Brick, and Andre, and Dwayne's background right. and his relationships, and we talk. Of, Brick is trying to do that thing, and I want to go ahead and talk about the discovery with Brick. Now, 
Now, now we're what, going to, yeah. I want to talk about how now these two we got these women over here and we got the brothers over here. Now I am going to bring to the forefront some of those relationships, and that is the relationship okay. between um, Brick and Christiana. I thought it was very clever, <laughs> and you know, and uh-huh. that's where the erotic scene. You know, I know people out there say, "Well, I want to, I want the old air Jerome Diggy. I want to see hear some erotic." And you know, you know, I I see a lot. You know, of like, you know what? I'm sorry, but you know what? That's like you asking me to be 16 again, <laughs> and I, I'm, which is really, you know what I mean? It's like you asking me to be 16 again. Can you do what you did when you were? I'm, I'm, I've 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 grown up and moved on, uh, and oh hopefully, gosh. you know, and. And, and, and the journey is sort of like this. I mean, I, you you got people on the bus, they're enjoying the ride. Uh, some folks get off, some more people get on. Right. I'm good with it. Right. I have no I have no problem with it. If you like the first part of the journey that only went four or five stops, good. Thanks for thanks for coming aboard. You know what I mean? Uh, you got people who uh, I have people who only want me to write get in, uh-huh. and they're very frustrated because I haven't I'm not doing get in get in get in. I mean, which is which is again. More people on the bus, and it's a great testament that even though I jumped, uh, I that a writer is a writer should write to to write whatever genre you want to write. You know what I mean? Uh, that I create a different type of characters that uh, attracted a whole different audience. You know, a whole different uh, set of people. You know, and uh, the same thing for this. Uh, the same thing with Brick and um, and his sidekick, and and then here with you know business of lovers. You know. So, so all of that, I mean, so all of it, to me, I guess, just sort of looking at the, uh, for me, is the, uh, at the total body of work. I mean, it's 30 novels. I mean, I can't, I don't think anybody wants to do this. If you were at your job doing the exact same thing for 30 years, you know how bored you'd be? Right. I have an occupation where every year I can do something different. I don't have to do the same thing over and over again. And each time it's like starting over. So I get that same excitement again. Like with Brick, he steps onto the page. I don't know who he is. I don't know his story yet. I have, I have to sit down and figure it out. So, again, I'm reignited. I'm excited again, you know. No one ever asked me, are you happy with what you're doing? Well, since you ask, yeah, I am very happy with what I'm doing. Well, I am very happy with what you're doing. And I, when we talk about the relationship between Brick and Christiana, I think that was very clever and a shift. And that's, you know, if you guys understand the business that Christiana is in, please get the book. And the business that Christiana is in, you say, why do I want any other sexual encounters? With you, you just you ask yourself as a reader, why is she doing that? But then she flipped it, and Brick figured it out as well that. He wanted her to gain some fi- more financial freedom in terms of the opportunities that are available to him. There's a lot of opportunities that are available to Brick um, yeah. in terms of the escort thing. And I thought it was clever how she kind of pulled him in. But I think Oh, yeah, thing- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you well, high level tell um, us a little bit about that? It's a, it's a dramatic <laughs> irony, I think. It's a dramatic irony, I think. She's a, she's a you know... Everything she's doing, no matter uh, you romanticizing, like oh, she's about the business. Uh-huh. What I just saw was, was that was about the business. That wasn't what I what I just thought happened. Ain't what just happened. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, and that's that's how she and and, and um, she's in a. I, I would what they do. I would definitely say that uh, how she feels about it, how Mocha Latte feels about it, and how Penny feels about it are three different. 
uh, three different songs, if you will. Mm-hmm. Those are three different songs. I mean, they're doing the, they're doing the same thing, but they don't feel the same way about it. Exactly. Um, uh, if if that you know if that makes sense, you know. Uh, um, Chris, uh, Christiana's been through a lot, and her thing is, you know, she's, uh, I'm not going to be poor. I'm not going to be poor again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a plan. I've got, and she's basically, I got a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. This is what I plan on doing. I'm going to get up to this. I'm going to get these type of clients, and then, boom, I'm out. <laughs> basically, you know, I'm not going to be doing low-level <laughs> stuff forever. No, I got a plan. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and then I'm gone. Now I have a question out there that came to that just came to me. It says, "Do you think all relationships are a business transaction? Do you, you know, I guess you could take it well, personal." Well, 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 well personal. here's the thing. All uh, I want, well, all relationships at some point you have to get to the part where you handle business. If you're in a relationship together, you there's a there's going to be division of labor. If you're in a relationship, who does what? Uh, that's every and and you and whoever you're with, y'all decide what works for you. There's no one way. He cooks, she does the does she cuts the yard. That works for them. That that's fine. You know, uh, neither one of them. Uh, both of y'all have people to cook, and y'all have people to cut the, cut the yard. None, neither one of y'all can cook. Y'all happy with that? That works for y'all. That's cool. I mean, it's just how every relationship is its own thing. What works. For that relationship is what makes that relationship work, you know. Uh, but at some point, every relationship you got to get into the business part of it. Right. You right. stay there long. You stay there long enough. I mean, you know, you got to get to the business part of it. You know. Uh, that's why and I think. I think for some relationships, I mean, this is just off the top of the head. When it gets to the part where you need to address the the business part of it, that's where a lot of people start bailing out. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so now we got to talk about, oh, the, what we, you know, that, what are we doing conversation? <laughs> you get into the business of it. You, you go into the next thing. What are we doing? Exactly what are we doing here? Now, we've had a lot of fun. We've done this, that, and that. We've gone out a lot. We let other people and other things entertain us. Now, when are we just sitting here, me and you, what are we doing? Right. I'm right. That's the so, question. Right. What we, you know, are we, 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 are we, we, we is this a thing where we're going to live together? Are we going to, uh, are we just going to keep just doing this right here? You know, and for, uh, you know, it's this thing, you know, um, and uh, that, 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 that relationship can be that wonderful roller coaster ride that you get on and, you know, and you get that feeling of the pit of your stomach, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, after you've been on that ride about 200 times, you're like, okay, I'm used to this. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, what are we doing here now? Okay, do I need to go get another roller coaster, you know? And, you know, I have been so, you know, I, for, I forgot, I shouldn't do this, but I forgot, I totally forgot about some of my callers that are out there. So if, oh, I know, if no. you have a question, just hit asterisk, asterisk. I do have my display screen up, and I, I for the life of me, I just got... I'm sorry, you guys. I got I got selfish. I am so sorry, but I do have my display screen up. So if you have a question, just hit that asterisk asterisk. I think we got a couple of callers in from Texas. Just let me know that you want to say something and hit that asterisk. <laughs> and just hit that asterisk. And I want to say um, we did a promotion. We put a promotion out there, 
and my business partner just ran the she just ran the um promotion so i do have a winner out there and i couldn't read her writing but it said kevin so that's bad i need to i need to go ask her and to tell me the full last name but it's a it's uh that's not a good one (laughs) so let me wait and towards the end we got about probably about a good 10 15 more minutes that i have eric jerome dickie because i just got a couple of few questions that i want to ask but i'll get that name again and she can go ahead and uh, tell me that we're because we're doing different gifts out there for people um, that are your readers, and a lot of people have said that they are very excited about about the work. Thank, uh, y'all. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> I miss y'all. Coronavirus got people not traveling no more. <laughs> <laughs> what now? Now, do you have a blurb or snippet? I know you said you don't have your book, but do you have a blurb or snippet that you can read from your book? If you have, like, I don't know, no. any type of documents around you or with you. I have. Nothing. I have. I'm serious. I have. I have because the uh, the advanced copies came a long time ago, and those were gone. And I was waiting for the hardback to show up, and then this happened, and they didn't get mailed out. And that's that's perfectly okay. But I do want to ask you, what do you hope your readers would take away from the book? You know, it's always the same thing. Every book I write, I just hope you just enjoy it. I mean, I mean, just enjoy reading it. I'm. Um, even with the plots, the subplots, the this, the that, the other, just just overall, I just really uh, just hope you in, enjoy reading it. And when you, you know, you um, uh, you get to the last page and you turn, you feel as if you've been through a full journey. You know what I mean? Uh, you got enough, yet enough, uh, yet it leaves you wanting a little bit more. You know, you know that's that thing in showbiz. Always leave the stage and leave one wanting a little bit more. So just hopefully you kind of feel. I didn't overstay my welcome, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, just, if, you, if, if someone reads it and enjoys it, uh, that's, about, uh, that's about as much as any writer can, uh, can ask, you know. Okay. I have uh, Kevin Owens. Okay, I got it. Kevin Owens, and you can call in at 972-427-7795 if you have a question. But you did win one of our giveaways. And April Jackson, you did win one of our giveaways. And if you want to call in at 972-427-7795, we'll have you down for the giveaways. And the next one, if somebody calls in um, before the time is up, if you can name... What's this question? The books in the Gideon series, you will also win a gift. Okay. So, not you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> not, okay. Not, not you, but. Um, um, oh, I have another question that they're texting me. Another question was um, any more superhero work coming up? Uh, nothing right now. Uh, I, I wish. I mean, um, not, nothing right now. Uh, I haven't actually had. <laughs> I had, a, I had an idea for something that um, I may run by and see if I uh, if it goes anywhere, but but uh, just off the top of my head, nothing right now though. That's that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fun. Again, I, I keep saying fun. It's because you know all this is like the you know the the kid in me, the kid in me gets to to go play and um uh you know just don't got to do the superhero thing. It's like oh I can have people fly, you know. <laughs> Uh-huh. I can have them run through a wall, you know. Just it's it's it, it becomes like this kid fantasy stuff. Like you're, 
uh, like you're a kid growing up watching reruns of the adventure of Superman, and you create somebody who can do more than that dude could do, you know. Yeah, and then I have another question that they're coming in from all over the place. <laughs> yeah, um, are you travel? I can help you help you answer this one. Are you going to travel with the book? I don't know if he's going to travel anytime soon. I guess you can answer the try to answer too. I'm doing. I'm, I'm Corona traveling. I'm traveling from my bedroom to the kitchen to the living room to my office to the basement to the backyard. That's about it. When the mailman drops mail in my front door, I don't even get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all, let me tell y'all, I'm Corona traveling. I've been Corona traveling for the past couple of days, you know, the past week with the business of lovers from, you know, I'm working and then I'll go back to my patio and my mom say, you, you picked them with my book is at, at, at my house. And I don't know why I didn't bring it for the life of me. But, um, you know, I have truly, and I'm truly enjoying that book again. Go to the docbookshop.com and pick up your book. It's competitively priced. And also, April Jackson and Kevin Owens, you did win our giveaways. And, and I and I want to thank everybody that participated in the online promotions and giveaway and share the word and continue to keep our bookstore out there and vibrant. I want to also mention the fact that I did talk to the brother at East Wan Books because you did mention oh, yeah. them within your book and I and I ran out of time I called them yesterday to ask them if they want to join in but I, I couldn't coordinate it a lot but um, okay. I do want to make yeah, they're, they're, they're literally like three stoplights away I believe I think they're like three stoplights away Yes, and you 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 candidly mention them in a variety of your books, East Wan, because a lot of your books take place in in L.A. and you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can't I can't have black folks uh, write about black folks in L.A. and they don't, they don't go to a bookstore. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, it is so much diversification in the book. It is so, and he talks about, and this is a common another common thing in all his books, like the gentrification, how we're handling gentrification, how you handle child support. It's it's stories within stories, and so it makes for a good, and they all weave together so creatively. Go ahead. And you have, um, well, just jumping back, you know, uh, Dwayne and Frenchy, you have uh, things that are going great for a while, I mean, uh, with them apart, but uh, when money starts to uh, lessen or fall apart, you know, you've, um, you, she has based her life on him having X amount of dollars every month, and, and then all of a sudden he's not making that much money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. it changed, so it changed, you know, so she's mad because she's not getting twelve uh dollars and now she's only getting six. But he's like, Yeah, I was I was making twenty dollars but now I'm only making four. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know what I mean? So it becomes you know, it becomes that you know, it becomes that thing. So everybody's caught up in that same uh web and the kid is like, you know, if everybody was just in the same house, we'd be no, 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 we can't do that, you know, so but yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's that thing that you you do that it's not. I mean, it's it's stuff that happens. It's not necessarily anybody's fault. It's a lot of stuff that happens is beyond. Uh, just like we're, what we're watching now. There's a, and I'm wondering how uh, the the same thing. I mean, you got you got a lot of people out there who who um, have child maintenance, child support. Uh, were deemed non-essential workers, and they haven't got a paycheck in in a minute. Mm-hmm. So, how is that part of society handling 
handling this. You know what I mean? Right. And so, I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, just all of a sudden you were a worker at, you know, at, at, at a restaurant. Uh, you were doing well, and all of a sudden it's like it's gone. You know, and but but the people who were dependent on you are still dependent on you. But you're like, I got my pockets of rabbit ears right now. I got nothing. I mean, you handle contemporary issues and contemporary themes so well within your work. And if you guys get the business of lover, but when I talk about you, how you handle contemporary things, contemporary issues, just like with. Um, Bad men, wicked women, how you talked about how these other workers, how these um, Hispanic workers were dealing with their issues and their protests within that whole context of what was going yeah. on at that particular time. And you do an excellent job of weaving in thank contemporary you. issues within your work. Thank you. Thanks a lot. I mean, it's um, I, I try to um, uh, not pretend that, uh, what's going on in the world is going on in the world. I mean, you know, it, it impacts everyone. It impacts the characters. Uh, you know, you know, you know, more or less. Um, uh, yeah, thanks. I mean, I, I try to. I can't, I can't remember specifically everything that I that I did in Batman: uh, Wicked Women, but I know I covered a lot of stuff in that one. <laughs> Let me tell you, I can tell you, you deal with you deal with skin bleaching, you deal with child support, you deal with gentrification, you deal with inter- I can yeah. I had I had if you see my oh, Facebook, yeah. I I listed everything. This is all we're going to discuss on this conversation. I think I had 30 okay. items listed. And they said, "Don, you're really for real. This is covered." And I said, "It's not and it's not covered like we're just saying it is developed in a way in a storyline that uses the it's, literary it's part, elements." It's part of the fabric of their lives. I mean, of their existence. I mean, you're you live in a particular neighborhood, and you're watching. I mean, and that's true. You're watching the rent go up. Uh, uh, people who live in a particular area are watching the rent go up, and they can no longer afford to live there because uh, a lot of a lot of that they're building um, uh, different structures and this, that, and the other, and rents going up. So, but you're watching black people not being able to afford to live in a black neighborhood and you're watching white people come in who can afford to live there because this is a lot cheaper than the white neighborhood that they were living in. So they're moving over that way, you know, and they're putting them the rail lines and so uh, it's transportation easy. Uh, it's, uh, you're just watching and you're watching a lot of the shops uh, the landlords are shutting them down. All of a sudden, you got okay. Why all these businesses that were up and down here are, are closed down? Well, they're closing them down for the transition. They're getting people out so they can get the next set of people in. And you just watching. You just and you're just watching it happen, man. You know, it's people get up and they protest, blah 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 blah, and then um, things happen at the midnight midnight hour um, politically. And you wake up, and the stuff that you were protesting against is already taking effect. You just, all right, so what do you do then, you know? It was a great novel. Um, it was a great Thanks. novel, and I love the relationship between the father and the daughter, and then you have in this book, in the business of Oh, novels. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was... Uh, I, I, I could go on all day with the Gideon series. I could take. I'm telling you guys, I will not do that to you. But I love the Gideon series, and I have Thanks. shout out to my business partner Dominique Johnson. He is very much an Eric Jerome Dickey reader, so we enjoy these novels together and share and talk about them. <laughs> 
together and i just i know he's listening and he's texting me i, I got I'm, I'm getting all this stuff from all kind of different areas but um but shout out to him he said just tell him i just love the novels and um so we again we appreciate everything i know i've kept you longer than um he's no, it's it's very enjoyable man this is very enjoyable I tell you know? Penguin House, oh i'm not gonna have him I'm not gonna have him that long. I promise. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I mean, it's. I mean, and, and, and it's always. Um, I, I do a lot of. Um, I guess interviews. It's always. It's always great to, and, and I do mean it, to chat with someone who actually read the book, <laughs> and you would really be surprised at how many people uh, have it uh, when I show up to do an interview, uh, and it's. I mean, you know, it, it it gets through, but it, it's a it's a it's a different interview if you will. Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I want to be, you know, and I shared this with my uh, mother, and, you know, I want to be this literary person that when we deal with interviews, we're dealing with literary elements because that's what resonates with the reader, the storyline apart, the characterization, how we develop characters, the lives of the characters, how do they impact us. Those are literary things. It's one thing to talk about the business of the book industry, but it's another thing to just get into good stories. And I think if we, while we're trying to calibrate more readers, my goal as a bookstore is to always get more readers. And thank you. Yeah. 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 So, yes, yes, yeah. So I have to, thank you again, jumping back. I mean, cause a lot of the stuff you just said, list of things, the gentrification, the this, the that, the that, you know, it, um, you, you put the energy in it as a writer to put it in, and you, it, you have it in this 200-page novel, but a lot of times it seems like it's uh, overlooked or missed or deemed irrelevant. Let me tell you uh, something. I, I went in and looked at the Afrobeat artist that you brought up in Batman. Man, what? <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> I think I got them on my playlist. I went and added them. I said, okay, okay. every time somebody mentions, you know, uh, uh, sound, music, and add that to, to to help develop the story, like you have Bohemian Rhapsody in the business of yeah. lovers, those things are important to say why did oh, he put Oh, 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 that way to heaven. Oh, yes. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait. 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 Now, now, now this one is going to trip you out. White uh, man is the new Negro. What is that you put in black men, uh, bad men, wicked women? The white woman is the new, is the new nigger or something like that. I can't remember. It was a old, um, I can't. Oh, I can't remember who did that. Um, white woman is the new nigger. Nobody ever knew that was written. I oh, that was uh, John Lennon. John yeah, Lennon. John Lennon. I'm telling you. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Lennon, man. That's- and if you and if you Google uh, him and Yoko Ono are yes. literally on TV, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Well, yeah, I mean it's right. I mean it's so funny because I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh my god, this actually, wow. You know what I mean? And yeah, uh, and then and then yeah, because you got the the husband who's mad at the um, uh, the white woman. Yeah, you know, and, and mad at and and. And he's had his moment where it's like, I can say, I can call you a nigga if I want to mm-hmm. in my house, sort of, kind of, right. you know, dude uh, from Boston or whatever, because he's from Boston. You know, I can do what the fuck, you know. And, you know, and yeah, and, he, and he's telling, the, he's telling his, um, his um, Alexa or Siri or whatever to play, yeah, play woman is the nigga of the world uh, yeah. or something like that. You know, just, just, just so, 
you know, because he gives a, uh, oh, God, he just may remember, he gives a, uh, his monologue, he goes in deep on, why can't I say the word nigga? You know what I mean? <laughs> he goes in deep on that, man. I'll it was like, you, wow. It, 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 his, his speech was something that uh, would never make any uh, black man want to be his friend. But it, it, it was such great dialogue just to get you to think. Everything, everything you write to me, and I can't speak for all authors, but to me, just reading it, every stroke of the pen, like I said before, is everything is, it has to resonate or you, I'm thinking, okay, it's here for a reason because of the type of writer you are. And so it behooves me to understand, like, the Afro beat. Okay, why did he pick this beat? And maybe, and sometimes I get too deep, you guys, and, and that's just me. But I, I really relate to my readers, especially if they took the time to read it, and especially if I sit down and read it. I, I read it to, you know, and I go along with my Afro beat. I can't, I, it's on my playlist, too. <laughs> that I, I said, I got I to gotta go figure it out, uh, what it is. I, I, I try to have everything connect. Uh, right. So in the end, you know, again, so every nothing is um, nothing just seems to be just totally random. There, it it, it comes back to something just like in uh, comedy. It's called a callback or a, uh, or a running joke, or it's not necessarily a joke, but it's a running theme or something like that. You know, you try to you try to have it connected so it, you um, so that you as the reader, when you get done, it just feels like it's like everything goes together. You know what I mean? Yes. So I I know. Okay. I I'm, I'm gonna have to. They telling me I had to wrap up. <laughs> so because uh, we have a, oh we have a show that comes on. Um, what's coming up next is this show called um, Well, it's True Dramatization, and it's based off Destination Freedom. It's old time radio. So on our play okay. on our radio station, we have old time radio. In that segment, they're doing premonition of a panther. And that's the story of Sugar Ray Robinson. So if you listen to ever listen to old time radio, they didn't have the TVs, they didn't have all this stuff. So they reenacted everything on the radio. And so every Tuesday and Thursday we have that, you know, that whole true dramatization. Uh, um, and that's what. Do we quick radio shows, or what do we quick? Oh no, it's on our it streams on um, Doc Radio. We have an app on. You can get it on your Android or iPhone. It's Doc okay. Radio. And that's the okay, nine. That's, yeah, that's the nine o'clock show that's coming up, and <laughs> so I, I I know you know, and, and people get excited because it's just old time radio. That's all it is. But that's what's coming up next, and they you know they say you okay, know, it's, it's really good, man. I mean, well, I'm, I without uh, knowing specifically, uh, you know, what what y'all gonna be popping. It's like, but you you listen and you you see. How much things really haven't changed uh, mm-hmm. in, in in certain ways. Right. Uh, we're still striving for the exact same stuff. We just got we just got iPhones now. I mean, just imagine if we had this technology during oh gosh, from the Middle Passage. <laughs> right. Exactly. It wouldn't have been the Middle Passage because people can you know you warn you connect communication is key. Oh, man, what? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, man, what? Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, it's uh, there, there are a lot of uh, there's been a lot of evil out there that people, for whatever reason, don't think it was as evil as it was when when they tell the story. And I do have to ask you, you know. another question for my business partner, Donna. Donna Craddock, um, 
you, know, you probably remember the one with the light eyes or whatever. You know, actually, our pictures together are streaming while hey. we're talking. Our pictures are, yeah. are streaming while we're talking. And we have our book club, the Night Women Book Club. They read and review uh, Bad Men, Wicked Women. So their pictures are out okay. there that's streaming online. Um, but she did want to ask you, what do you say to the African-American bookstores that are out there and, you know, in during this time, during this pandemic, how do you think, well, how do you see the importance of the African-American bookstore? Oh, it's, I mean, it's more, more it's always important, but it's like now you, you're uh, keeping us connected. I mean, it's like a, uh, I'm getting a lot of uh, emails from, well, messages from people who are, uh, you know, they're home reading. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm assuming they're doing a lot of, um, Ebook reading again, or Kindle, or you know whatever device, or downloading on the phone. But yeah, I mean it's you know, and, and also this: if it weren't for the African American bookstores, uh, Terry McMillan wouldn't have hit, I wouldn't have hit, Lolita Files wouldn't have hit, Kim Lawson Roby wouldn't have hit, Elin Harris wouldn't have hit. You know what I mean? Um, because the mainstream bookstores weren't having us; right. they were not having us. It's like when, when we did our tours. Back then, uh, when we did our tours, we we did all the uh, the independent bookstores, the black bookstores, and then it was sort of like once our books started selling, it was just like uh, when they snatch when they start snatching uh, ball players from the Negro leagues to bring them up to the major leagues. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like the same thing. Oh, they're selling a whole lot of books, so we need to move them over to the mainstream stores right here. That's kind of like the impact you got, you know, for me. Uh, but, but we know our foundation. Uh, we know where our readers are. We know where home is. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. Let me tell you, you guys, do not post any more questions. I am telling you because I, I am going to ask him this last one. <laughs> and this, go ahead, this go ahead. is the last one. And the last one, how some a lot of a reader that is very passionate about you and she wants black men to read your book and think they will be passionate once they read your book. But what can you do to just to get them to read the book? Oh, to get them to read the book. Well, basically, well, outside of making them aware, I mean, that, that reading has got to be um, a desire, I guess, on the inside, a curiosity or something like that. I'm not, I'm not sure how to, to make them read or make anybody read anything, uh, to be honest. You know, uh, I mean, you put it out to me, like here, you know, we're, we're having a discussion about it, a uh, lively discussion, uh, and hopefully to them, they'll listen and, they'll listen and get curious. It sounds interesting, you know. Oh, this cow, boom, boom, you know, then they want to pick it up and, and, um, uh, and you know, see what it's about, man. And you know, I, pick it up and see what it's about. I'm going to go ahead and add to that. And hopefully one leads to, you know, this could lead to someone, uh, every, every book <clears throat> that you drop is someone's first time reading your stuff. It doesn't matter how long you've been around. Stephen King drops a book next week. It's going to be somebody's first time reading Stephen King. Mm-hmm. That's I, you know, that's for every writer. That's that's my approach right there. And you know, you so whatever their entry point is is fine. You know, and hopefully either they'll pick up and go with you on their journey in that bus there for it, or they're going to or they'll look but they'll just start to look back at other um, other things you've done before. You know, uh, and. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, because uh, you'll, you'll get some characters, you'll get some who um, who may prefer friends and lovers more to Gideon, and you'll get someone who prefers Gideon way more than they do to friends and lovers. So it just depends on the, the reader and the palette and what they like. And, um, and you know, sometimes just if they, if they like your writing style. Uh, it, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's almost like I need to get. We'd have to get a room full of people and ask them, because mm-hmm. uh, I can't really speak for everybody. Yeah, and I just want to add to it. It's just reading, just reading a, quite a few of Eric Jerome Dickey's books. It is he speaks his characters speak in a voice in the feelings and emotions of men, and so and he they verbalize it and they're they're really good discussions and dialogue and it's even as more potent and powerful than you would find in a barber shop or any you know any <laughs> any place where men would gather that's how potent and powerful the dialogues are within an Eric Jerome Dickey book and you know I don't know if I, I like child support you know how women feel about child support and how men feel about child support and how that changed their relationship I love you I love you this is the situation between Dwayne and Frenchie I love you I love you now the child support hit and guess what happens to Dwayne you're going to have to read that book you have to you this is the thing is when you're when you're single and you're doing stuff, uh, you don't necessarily, well, when you've got a child and uh, other responsibilities, you have to have X amount of dollars every month. You're just the layover for the money. Uh-huh. That's how much money is just passing through your account mm-hmm. so you didn't give to other people. Mm-hmm. That's, again, that's, that's, again, that's when, you, when you get back to at some point the relationship has to get to be about the business at some point. Right. You know, exactly. And, and so what happened? So Frenchie and Dwayne were having fun. She got pregnant. The baby coming. We got to have a business talk now, because this is this ain't this is not me and you on tour with the Broadway show, uh, having sex in every hotel we go to, basically shacking up. Uh-huh. This is something else now. Uh, I'm pregnant. I can't. I I I've got to I got to leave Broadway to go have a baby now. So where we at? <laughs> and so, and you want Dwayne to be there, but Dwayne is like, well, my job is with a traveling show to get you what you need to get by. I got to keep traveling. I can't come home. I got to. I got to keep. You know, I can't get a job at at, at Kroger and Piggly Wiggly and and pull in this kind of money to. You know what I mean? So I think things change, man. You know, and it's again, it's, it's nobody's fault. It's just. Um, you know, the way I saw it when I was writing, it's just, you know, it's just like, uh, wow, it's just one of those things, you know. Okay, they tell. Okay, we, you guys, we are wrapping up with Eric Jerome Dickey. So and I want to say Kevin and April, Kevin Owens and April Jackson, you did win. Um, the show is wrapping up, so you're going to have to call the bookstore at 817-457-5700. And we do have your information. We can also send you the email um, I want to thank again, thank everybody that participated. Participated, please go thank to the doc. Huh? I said thanks, everybody. Thank you, and please go to the dogbookshop.com. I was, you know, I had the interruption because I think I queued up. You know, when I, I was serious when I create that playlist, and let me see which one. Oh, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> I think it's um, 
It was Navy Kenzo. That was from, uh, I just had to wait. Let me see if this is it. Oh, oh, ooh, that's not it. Is that one? That's one of them. Oh, this is the one, I think. Yeah. Oh, yes. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to close up, and I just, just thought I'd just close up to Afrobeat, since you love Afrobeat, and I found a love that, uh, Afro- <laughs> So, again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Please support your community bookstore. You got the Doc Book Shop that is doing their thing. Please want out in California. Please continue to support us. Um, each one has been there a lot. They're a pioneer. Uh, the Doc Book Shop will be celebrating 12 years this year. So, again, please continue to support us. And Eric Long Dickie, you go ahead and close us out. And I'm going to close out to say bye to everybody. And I want to. Oh, you got to tell tell everybody how they can connect with you. Uh, they can find me at www.ericjeromedickie.com. That's E R I C J E R O M E. D-I-C-K-E-Y dot com. Uh, same name on uh, Twitter and uh, yeah, hit, hit me at AndrewRomeDickie.com and it'll, it'll lead you to the rest of the social social sites. Okay, so we're going to close out to a little Afro beat. Again, thank you guys for tuning in to Onshore. And I will see everybody next. Actually, we got Saturday morning. We got another author from Penguin House coming up, Jenny McFarland, with her debut book. Um, oh, so congratulations. Yeah, she has her debut book coming up. I'm excited about that read, too. So, again, we're closing out. Thank you so much. Cause when I did with you, my baby, no regret, yeah Bring your body, put it all on me Boy, it's all I wanna see We don't need no referee, yo All we need is privacy I love, I love her. You don't say I don't get to Any of you like, I go do my dear As long as it not cost my lava Promise say you go treat me well, yo Give me good love and no be kiss something Say after I wine, I'm well, yo. Make you no go leave your girl, inside, well,